While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode, or if, you t- if it's your first episode, had a bit of a stroke there. Uh, my name is Ryan. I'm a teacher, a coach, instructional coach, and I run this podcast. So if you are new to the podcast, just like the intro song says, this is a podcast where teachers sit down, have a drink. We are not these prudes that have to be, what's the word? I don't want to say so, because, you know, you know, whatever someone's personal belief is, but we don't have to be like these perfect people. Um, and if you are of legal drinking age, it's okay. Um, but if you are new to the podcast, we just sit down, we have these real talks about stuff like that. Uh, and when it's, if it's the solo episodes, obviously that's more, you know, solo narrative driven, but we also have people on the podcast. So speaking of which, if you want to be on the podcast, just reach me classroombrew at gmail.com, or you can reach me on social media. It's just at classroombrew. And that's for every social media, whether it's something that you post like videos, photos, whatever it might be, at Classroom Brew. No spaces, no numbers. Want to give a big shout out to Lish, James, Cindy, Melinda, Sabrina, Leslie, Leo, and Adam. Those are our current Patreon members who are supporting the show to go above and beyond. Now, if you are a supporter of the show for Patreon, so there's a $2, a $4, and a $7 tier, and that gets you access to bonus content and voting power on the podcast. Uh, different podcast merch like t-shirts and koozies and shot glasses and stuff like that, um, but also access to some bonus content that is only available for people on Patreon. So again, stuff that never makes it to the regular feed, the free feed, you can get that, including video episodes and the stuff that uh, we take out sometimes because we want to make sure if there is someone that happens to figure out where we are working at or who we may be talking about in terms of adults, um, we don't have to do that on the Patreon because there's a paywall. So again, a $2, $4, and a $7 tier, which gets you access to different levels of stuff. And it's patreon.com slash classroom brew. Appreciate it. Um, so uh, you may know that the track season, which is one of the sports that I, I coach, uh, that began uh, about a month ago for like conditioning and, and stuff like that. But prior to our first... <laughs> Our first uh, track meet, it was hosted by these people that are out of state, uh, so not used to the IHSA, Illinois High School Sports Association rules and stuff like that, even though it was sanctioned by them. And I think they were from like New York, or something on the East Coast. I want to say New York. And uh, basically, well, I, I assumed that in 2023, everybody knew how to operate Zoom and Google Meet to make sure you're muted. Up until I joined. <laughs> I joined this Zoom and I muted myself and I made sure my camera was off, but it it went through the trouble of unmuting me automatically. Like as if I hit mute and then some settings loaded and then it defaulted to me being unmuted. <laughs> and like I was at home and like Katie was watching TV. So that was embarrassing. 
point being, there is clearly an issue with being able to hit zo- or hit uh, mute on Zoom for a meeting because basically the uh, the the meeting was supposed to happen at like 7 p.m. Central Time. But remember when I mentioned that these people are from the East Coast? Now, for them, we thought, oh, great, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. But they were actually traveling to the, the state of Illinois a couple days early <laughs> for this meeting, or a few days early, rather. And so they were shifting into our time zone. So when they were saying 8 o'clock, and they actually meant 8.30, they weren't saying Eastern, they were saying Central, even though they set up the Google Meet or the, the Zoom call. So we were an hour and a half early by doing what we were supposed to do because of the mix-up. Anyway, back to the part about muting and unmuting. Some other guy joins the Meet at the, or the, the Zoom call. What, I'm used to saying Meet, sorry. He joins the Zoom call uh, with like a couple of minutes before they're going to begin. And he's not muted. And he makes some comment to the effect, thinking he is muted because he probably had the same issue that I had. He makes some comment like, yeah, you know, it's this thing for a track meet. No, they fucked it up earlier. <laughs> and they're, they're just like, we're going to go ahead and do an all mute on everybody because it seems like we have some people. They didn't address it. And the guy probably didn't even realize it. Maybe he did, but like, what are you going to say? Sorry, I said you guys fucking screwed the thing up and you screwed us all out of two and a half hours of our time by the time the meeting was over. What's he going to say? at the time like sorry i was ready to go uh i made sure to get back home early and take care of errands and dishes and things like that to be on this zoom call at 7 p.m so i could you know know everything about logistics for the meet but then it didn't take place for another hour and a half yeah they fucked it up but i just loved that he was saying what we were all thinking um nothing is obviously out of malice or intentional but we can still think it had a real quick pause there because uh, Marty was was crying about something. Probably just neighbors walking through <laughs> the neighborhood. Could be anything. Who knows? But um, I wrote a note. I'm not really sure what it meant. I get well. I know what it means, but I'm not sure where I was going with this. But I just wrote that last bell feels so good on a Friday. I'm off. Just just it is. It, I guess it is a good feeling. That last bell. Once your all your responsibilities are over, you don't have to like because we we all code switch to be in teacher mode. I think. Maybe I do. Um, Not that I'm putting on this, like, politician voice, but I think we code switch a little bit, you know? There are certain things that we say or do that, you know, I'm sure that our friends, family, you know, loved ones, whatever, uh, they would probably be like, why are you talking like that? That's not... (laughs) Um, Because there are certain things that I will and and won't do when I'm in teacher mode that maybe, you know, when I'm in personal mode, me mode, is me mode a thing? Uh, It's different. So that last bell, I guess it does, it feels so good because the, and this is especially because it's President's Day weekend, just knowing that you have this extra time off and, you know, you can sleep in, you're not responsible for your students, you know, for a couple of days between 48 to 72 hours. Granted, I had to go to a track meet on Saturday, but still, that's significantly less kids. Um, but it is such a good feeling where, and I know students feel that way. I will say that Friday is still the one day of the week where pretty much right at like 3.15, <laughs> if I can have my hand on the steering wheel by then, I'm doing it because uh, we don't usually have practice that day um, for a number of different reasons, but also um, even even for supporting my student teacher, Hayden, I, I feel like he's, he wants to get it. It's a Friday, you know? 
grading and planning can be done at home. Let's get out of this building and let's get to our free time. That's what guides me entirely through everything I do. Is it, I'm trying to get the most free time. I'm sure if I took one of those uh, positive reinforcement uh, test things when I was in elementary school, it, free time is the most the, the number one motivator. It's not candy. It's not food. Those are up there, but the the food at least. But the uh, the number one thing that I always wanted was free time, whether it meant you know fluffing through and just kind of going through the motions on my math homework in first grade to be able to go play Legos in my first grade teacher's class, Mrs. B. Um, I was going to do it. But uh, yeah, free time was the, the biggest thing for me. Still is to this day, um, which is why out of season, when I'm not supporting a student teacher, I'm already planned out. I do as much as I can during the school day so that when it's my time, it's my time. And um, it sounded like my time, but I meant my time. So anyway, um, every so often we check out the uh, the subreddit I know terminology now. The subreddit on the app called Reddit for the subreddit uh, teachers, and this one is from uh, this is from a, you know a few days ago at this point. By the time I'm uh, recording, so at least a week ago by the time the episode comes out, uh, and this is from bitter bitter petty kitten. The user is bitter petty kitten. I'm sorry, bitter petty kitty. I just made it up. Um, bitter petty kitty, and this is possible worst day of teaching I've ever had. Ninth grader drinking alcohol in class, no consequences. And I guess there's a little like flair that you can add to it to categorize it. And this is classroom management and strategies. Um, yeah. Anyway, can't really kick him out of the bar because the bar is the classroom in this case. This morning in my first hour English class, a ninth grader came into class drunk and stumbling. She had apparently been drinking on the bus ride to school and had a mostly empty bottle of Malibu and had some pineapple juice in my classroom with her. She had the bottle. That's bold. No adult noticed the bottle of Malibu. Granted, she's choosing a very high school choice of drinking, or, uh, of drink. But the fact that the bottle of Malibu that didn't stand out to anybody, entering uh, my classroom. When I confronted her, she threw a huge tantrum and drank the rest of the bottle in front of me. I called the principal's office and let them know what happened. Aren't we worried about like the? I mean, she's under age, and anyway, uh, and that she was being sent down. I tried to start finally. I tried to start class finally is I think what they meant to say and other students were all excitedly talking amongst themselves about how cool and badass the girl was for this she came back from admin 10 minutes later and said proudly that they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't send her home because her mom was at work and denied her permission to leave school apparently the only consequence was admin confiscating the bottle from her but she had already drank it this was the first class of the day so now there's a drunk disruptive student at school and other classes for the rest of the day i've never felt so humili humiliated angry and powerless as a teacher how did we fall so far from giving students consequences for seemingly anything and i will point out we've talked about this the pendulum swinging way too far um i wonder if the principal or admin was confiscating the bottle so that they could take a swig unaware that it was empty because the student had already had all of it also, Malibu, come on. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a big um, illegal concern for the admin. I don't know what bitter petty kitty, kitten, kitty did uh, about it. I'm sure there's some sort of a follow-up that we could search up. But I don't know. I feel like that's kind of the way things are going lately. Um, you know, you try to actually hold a class or do what you're supposed to do um, as a teacher and, and nothing... Nothing really happens when you actually hold kids accountable. 
whether it's from, you know, coaches or admin or parents, especially from parents. I just had a parent at a track meet the other day, and we've had conversations about this student's uh, profanity. And every other word was motherfucker shit, piss, like all this stuff. And it's like, can you calm the fuck down? And I'm not saying like you need to like be perfect, but why are you like critiquing or yelling at your kid for their cursing and profanity in school when you can't even keep it clean for more than two stanzas? <laughs> um, sentences. I don't know why I said, st- no, we're going to go stanzas. Fuck that. Um, yeah, one person put in there, uh, if her mother refused to come and get her, she should have spent the day in in-school suspension. It's ridiculous to let her wander around drunk. We have this big issue, too. Someone said they don't care. But we have this issue, too, where we don't really have a full-time in-school suspension coordinator. And so issues like this happen all the time, where someone gets sent to the dean or to in-school or to the main office, and they're like, well, we have nowhere to fucking put them, so why don't you deal with them? When the main issue is that they're causing some sort of an issue or, uh, or disruption in, in uh, class. That, that's a big issue, especially with even the student that first semester, uh, if, you, if you haven't followed the podcast, you can go back a few episodes or a handful of episodes at this point. I had a student first semester, this is the first time in my six years of teaching that a student was threatening me. And it happened multiple times per day, despite being sent out, despite, despite being uh, escorted to the, the dean's office. Still, this student was allowed to roam the halls and go throughout their schedule for the entire fucking day, opening the door, opening the window of possibility to continue to threaten a second, third, and finally fourth time. This came with my, I just said that like Harry Potter, a month when he says that about polyjuice potion. Um, I just, I, it got frustrating for me to the point where I eventually just stormed into the principal's office to say, well, I'm going to paraphrase now. Why the fuck is this kid still roaming? Yet again, another threat came in. Why is this allowed to happen? And this is a perfect example. Most of the time, even with security, like the big thing is just, well, just get him to class, get him to class, get him out of my face. It's not about addressing the issue. It's about being reactionary to whatever's in front of us. So the fact that an admin is sending a kid back drunk and uh, allowing the parent, rather, to dictate, there's a student code of conduct for a reason for stuff like this. Technically, I think they should be sending them in an ambulance because you don't know what else they could be taking. Also, how much alcohol in, in general they had. So I guess this is a perfect time to say cheers on whatever you're drinking for this episode of Classroom Brew if you are following along or drinking along. It's like a think aloud in class or a read aloud. Anyway, um, so this, uh, this next one from the subreddit teachers, um, and I should point out, I hope that things, you know, at some point are resolved so that the student isn't, you know, drinking in school and also the teacher feels supported. Uh, but I guess if uh, Bitter Petty Kitty, you know, if you feel like coming on the podcast, we've done this before, uh, that would actually be kind of cool. Maybe we should reach out to this person again. This would be the second time. Um, oh, no. They removed their post, though. It's a good thing I got a screenshot of it because the post is from five days ago and it was uh, removed. I guess they kept the, the, the title of it, but the rest of it was, was removed. Um, this person's a teacher. Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Am I getting myself into a can of worms here? Um, well, they watch Hell's Kitchen and stuff like that. We're going to save that. We're going to table that for later. <laughs> uh, this next one from the, for the subreddit, uh, teaching, because I guess ask the Ask Teachers subreddit, I think we posted a question and they didn't like it or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Fuck Reddit. 
Uh, this one is from Blackberry Picker 923 How do you deal with a student saying they hate your class in front of you? And I say to that, I'm, I'm more than willing to say it. Well, I hate this class. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, this group of students is the worst. No, um, I teach freshman algebra <clears throat> to lower students as a first-year teacher. Lower st- maybe like lower achieving students? I'm not planning on winning any awards for most fun class. Still, I find it disheartening and very rude when students sit close to me and loudly say how much they hate my class. I usually ignore it, but it feels like I should address it in some way, uh, lest I be a doormat. Today, it was from a student who I've worked hard to build a relationship with, who I guess just had the Valentine's blues and couldn't say a nice thing to anyone and felt the need to spew hate all class until he fell asleep. (laughs) Well said. Um, Yeah, now this one, uh, I get this from a couple students each year, and it's usually just because I actually expect them to do work. I actually make them work hard. You can choose not to. It's all good, but that's what you're going to do in here. And I point this out because uh, Sarah LaCroix Sims (laughs) on Reddit Posted, this is like the number one upvoted, look at me with all my Reddit lingo now, I know shit, uh, upvoted comment was, in quotation marks, then let's make sure you pass it so you don't have to take it again with me next semester. Odds are, students, if you're listening in, if you hate the class and that teacher, they fucking hate you. No, <laughs> but, but for real, I have, I have three U.S. history classes, for example. Granted, I have a student teacher right now, but when, when it's me as the lead teacher in there, not supporting a student teacher. There's one group that's fantastic, one group that's rambunctious and it derails things a lot and we can't do some stuff. And there's one group that is the most disengaged group I've ever had. They come to class high, drunk, sleeping, or never at all because they're truant. I think the averages are like, there's a B average class, a a C or D average class, and then if LMNOP was a grade, that's one of them. So the, the traditional school of thought from admin is let's put it on the teacher. Why don't students want to come to your class? Are you not making it engaging enough for them? What's something that you can do in your environment to make students want to come to... Nothing. Okay? <laughs> um, sometimes there are kids that just don't like school, that don't want to go to school, and I think it's time. It's about time we stop blaming teachers for that. Student attendance is not on the teacher. There are whole jobs dedicated to student attendance. <laughs> so you know what? If we're not getting them to school, we are one piece of the puzzle. Stop fucking blaming the teachers. But I point all this out to say is that the one group that's super disengaged and super disrespectful and they have an LMNOP average, I think it's like a 35% class average. Everybody else is like a 70 to 85% class average because they never come. Um, But of course they hate the class. They're not doing well in it because they're never here. And when they are here, they're told about like makeup work and shit like that. Um, so yes, there is something to be said about, about students and having legitimate reasons for <laughs> reasons that they've earned and that they've put on themselves, but legitimate reasons for hating class that have nothing to do with a teacher. My problem is that uh, there, there's like no recognition for the teacher itself. One, trying everything they can. Two, are the parents actually pointing out like, no, it's not that you truly hate the class. I mean, maybe you do, but what do you hate about it? It's not the teacher. It's not the content. It's the fact that you have to do work. And maybe it doesn't jive with you. It's all good. But, you know, to that, I say, truly, if you don't like this class, I agree with this comment, pass it so that neither of us has to be here again. This is why kids get passed through, by the way. Teachers who don't want to deal with their bullshit. 
in a follow-up year. I've bitten myself in the ass many times because I have done that where the kid isn't doing what they should. I'm doing what I should be doing, holding them accountable. You don't pass if you don't do the work. But um, then it leads to another year of them not doing work and then another year of them saying that they, <laughs> that they hate the class. But that, that, you know what? Lest we forget, this is why we do it, right? So hence why we have a podcast where we sit down, have a couple of drinks, and talk about stuff in education. <laughs> Or in this, and I say education. I'm not talking about political education, world stuff. Although I will say, uh, student loan forgiveness would be great. That's the one thing I'll say politically about education uh, nationwide in the United States. If you're listening worldwide, um, we're talking we're talking about the classroom stuff. The classroom stuff is what I care about. So, but hey, if you want to be on the podcast, classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on your favorite social media. If you're listening to this, and you're not sure where to get it. I don't know why that would be, but you can get classroom brew anywhere you get your podcasts, but you can also get some bonus content on patreon.com slash classroombrew. You can also get some podcast merch so you can rep your Classroom Brew swag, the fact that you listen to an awesome teacher podcast uh, with a cool logo. And if you don't know what the logo is, then I don't know what to tell you because you're listening to this and you should see the logo. That's kind of on you. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We will see you guys next Thursday, as always, or whenever you're listening to this. Episodes come out on Thursdays. But until then, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.